Welcome to the fifth episode of the Student Services Podcast. Join me, Natalia, as I speak to Nadia Belkadi about the Mental Health Mentors Service. Hi, Nadia. How are you? Hi, Natalia. I'm fine. Thanks. How are you? Good. I'm fine. Um, I just wanted to start off this episode just asking what your role is at the college, what your title is. Yeah, no, definitely. So basically my role at the college, I'm the Mental Health Mentors Coordinator. Basically what I do there is manage the Mental Health Mentoring Service, but I will touch on that a wee bit later on. So I myself am a mentor and we've also got six other mentors in the team. So that's Maria, Ursula, Jose, Cashley, David and Ariana. I think some of the students may have met them, maybe they're working with them or maybe even seen them at um, events around the campus. But the main part of my role is to support students who are maybe struggling with their mental health or their well-being. Maybe they're even looking for a little bit of support and guidance. But so far, it is a really good role. Um, and I can work alongside other departments just to make sure the student gets the right support put in place for them. And you're within the student support team? Yeah, that's right. So I'm based in student services yeah, with the yeah. student support team. Yeah. And how long have you been at the college? So I'm very new. So I think I only started in January. Um, so every day I'm learning something new. Do you know what I mean? But it's just really a case I kind of find in my feet, getting to know more people. So that's like staff and students. But I think I can speak for the whole team here that, you know, we're starting to feel really settled and kind of comfortable in our roles. Um, but I think when a couple of them, a couple of the mentors started, that's mm-hmm. when we started kind of creating the service. Um, obviously it is really new and things will change regularly but I think that's new you know when you are starting a new service yeah it's ever evolving yeah definitely so like what works for us just now might not work next month do you know what I mean but Mm -hmm. it's just trial and error Um, but so far it's going well but it's really different to like my previous role so before this um, you know I worked in NHS 24 in the mental health hub Mm-hmm. So again, that was really heavy, like clinical and like risk assessments and working with people in crisis. But, mm-hmm. you know, this is really different. Um, so, yeah, it's just kind of adapting to working in the college. But, yeah, very, very new still. I guess since your role is very new and also the service, I'd like to start off this episode um, highlighting what is the mental health mentor service? Yes, no, definitely. So basically, the Mental Health Mentoring Service, um, what we do is we work with students one-to-one. Now, this can be in person, you know, in city or Riverside campus, can be online via Teams or it can be by phone. What we essentially do is support students who are struggling with their mental health or their wellbeing. So let's say, you know, a student's struggling to cope with low mood, anxiety, maybe struggling to find their motivation, um, you know, if they're wanting to achieve a goal. So, for example, I want to go to the gym more, I want to be more healthy, or I want to start meeting people, but maybe I feel too anxious. We can support students with things like that. So, you know, we'll kind of see what coping strategies we've got to deal with anxiety, or who can we signpost you to, or how can we help you achieve that goal. The idea, though, is that, you know, we're given the students the tools the knowledge um, and then they can go away and you know apply that themselves they can then come back you know for the next meeting and we'll be like did that work mm-hmm. um, you know what went well what didn't and then just kind of take it for there but yeah it is 
as I said, very early stages, do you know what I mean? But our main goal is to, you know, improve mental health and wellbeing in the college, give students the tools that they need to manage their own mental health. At first, we'll be working with students weekly and then mm -hmm. kind of depending on the students' needs and their progression, we would then move that to every two weeks. But again, that's like a collaborative decision between like the student and the mentor. Okay. And yeah. what would you say um, to students that are questioning how they could benefit from the service or how to use it um what would you say to those students that are unsure about accessing it what I would say is mentoring you know mentoring is like something used on a wider scale you know it's used in business um you know in jobs and unis colleges but it's a great way for you to work one-to-one -one with somebody and also that mentor will know your story, they'll know your background, they'll know you well, they'll know what you've been through. So again, it's not having to repeat your story to different members of staff all the time because that can become really frustrating. But, you know, we can help them, can I give them, you know, direction, general advice and tips and staying well and hopefully improve their kind of confidence and self-esteem. Because I know for a fact, see, before I studied psychology or worked in any mental health setting, I didn't really have a, an idea or any grasp on how to deal with anxiety or low mood. So that's something that I would really like to share, you know, with students, because I know that I've ben benefited for, um, from it myself. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I know how to kind of manage my own mental health now, and that's something I'd like to share with the students. But we've also had some kind of informal feedback from the students saying that, you know, they're really enjoying the one-to-one -one support and they're starting to feel like they can cope a little better. Oh, that's really great to hear. Yeah, no, definitely. And also some of the students have already moved on to getting support every two weeks from a mentor. Do you know what I mean? So that mm -hmm. just shows you as well that they've agreed to that. They're feeling confident. They're feeling a lot better. But I think in the future, it will be good to maybe get some, you know, research done with the students, maybe like a survey or like a focus group to kind of see what, what they're thinking and, and what they're saying. But if you're struggling, this is what I would say to the students, if you're struggling and you don't know what to do, you know, just reach out for help and then we can see what we can do to help you. But so far, we have had good feedback and that's from students and staff. Because you're saying that you start off meeting on a weekly basis and then you move to um, bi-weekly. Um, and how do you decide how long you will be meeting with that student? Is it, does it depend on each student or do you have kind of a set timeline? Yeah, so that's also something that's kind of been talked about at the moment, you know, so how long do we work with a student? So I know like the counselling service for their um, short-term counselling, it's six sessions. At the moment, we don't have a cap on that because obviously we've just kind of started in January and we don't know how long the service will be here. So it is really hard, again, to kind of decide how long we're going to be working with each student. But you know, I think we only started properly taking referrals from the 23rd of February. So that, you know, that wasn't that long ago. But that's something that's kind of been discussed on, you know, how long we will be working with a student. But, you know, we would never work with a student and then be like, wait, this is your last session. Off you go. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? It would be discussed early on so that, you know, the mentor and the student kind of knows where they stand. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. It's good that there are different well-being options in the college and I wanted to um, ask about how does mental health mentoring differ from counselling? Yeah, that's a really good question because I think there is a wee bit of confusion. But, you know, counselling and mental health mentoring are two completely different services. There may be some overlaps. 
Um, so let's say, for example, you know, mental health mentoring, you know, we can guide students, help them, give them, you know, some direction, give them advice. Um, we may be a little more practical. So we might have kind of um, exercises that they can do. So like, I don't mean like physical exercises, but I mean kind of like... Um, Task. Right, let's get paper and pens out. Yeah. Right. Let's write your thoughts down. How can we change this? What can we do? We kind of focus on, you know, students' thoughts, their behaviour and their well-being, whereas the counselling service may look at also, you know, thoughts, behaviour and well-being, but maybe start to look at, you know, the students' emotions, maybe kind of helping them understand themselves and the world around them. So it is a lot deeper um, than mentoring, you know, counselling is a lot deeper. And, you know, counselling as well may try and find the root cause of the anxiety or the low mood of depression, whereas we are not going to do that. You know, we are mainly looking at the symptoms. Um, so, for example, let's say, you know, a student's avoiding doing a presentation in class. You know, they're worried about their peers laughing at them. What we could do then is maybe try and challenge those thoughts and maybe offer ways to cope with anxiety. So... We'll challenge the thoughts and then we'll say, right, before your presentation, try and do these breathing exercises or grounding techniques, etc. Whereas maybe a counsellor might look into this a little deeper. Maybe mm -hmm. they could look at, you know, the person's perception of their self-worth, you know, things like that. So it's just really important to remember that counselling is going to be deeper than mentoring. And in mentoring, we're maybe going to be a bit more directive and practical. So this is the issue you've got he's here's some kind of coping strategies yeah. go away try them come back next week what worked what didn't if you know what I mean so how would you decide um what whether a student needs counseling or if they would benefit better from mental health uh, mentors or can students use both services at the same time how how do you navigate that yeah so what I would always say, um, you know, I've had a few queries, um, you know, from students, you know, there's been so much going on with them. In that situation, I've said, try and book a wellbeing assessment. So I don't know if the, a lot of the students know this, but, you know, you do that through My City, mm -hmm. click apps, bookings, and then right at the bottom is the wellbeing assessment there. That's what I would say for the um, kind of first initial contact. But you know, it's been the case that students have came to us for mentoring, but then it seems like they need counselling and that's fine because we can just signpost them. Yeah. And it's also went the opposite way that a student has booked a wellbeing assessment and then the outcome has actually been mentoring rather than counselling. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What I would say as well, though, is, you know, students can use mentoring and counselling at the same time, but it would need to be discussed between the student and the mentor because we don't want to kind of you know, step on any toes or anything and confuse things for the student because if you're working with a counsellor through something, you know, we don't want to have two similar supports in place because it can get confusing for mentor, counsellor and student. But I guess, again, that's a conversation we would have with mm -hmm. the students, you know, if they came to us and they say, oh, I'm engaged in counselling, like this is my counsellor, maybe we could ask you, right, so what work are you doing with the counselling team? And then just take it for there. But um, yeah, every student's circumstances are different. Every case is different, do you know what I mean? So it's just mm -hmm. working with the student to kind of see what works. But yeah, students can have, um, you know, mentoring and counselling at the same time. I guess um, in a way that's kind of forced you to adapt 
the service a lot um, and change it from week to week and navigate the differences or the challenges that you may be facing. Yeah, it's been, you know, it's a challenge starting a new service, but it's also fun and exciting, do you know what I mean? But um, as I was saying earlier, what works now, it might not work later on. It's really just trying new things. But, you know, we are keeping everybody up to date. The students we're working with, we would keep them up to date if anything major changed or anything. But that's kind of where we're at just now. And how do you dictate um, which mentor meets with a specific student? Yeah, so basically what we've got at the moment is we've got the six mentors and they're all assigned to different faculties. So for creative industries, we've got David. For education and humanities, we've got Ursula and Ariana. For hospitality and leisure, we've got Maria. And then for nautical and STEM students, we've got Jose and Kashfi. So if I get a referral through, I'll have a look. The first thing I'll do is see what course the student's on. Mm-hmm. And I'll also try and make sure that the <clears throat> sorry the referrals are equally spread amongst kind of all the mentors. But I'll also take into account mental skill set as well. Mm-hmm. So there's loads of different factors that kind of come into play. You know, it's not just I get a referral and then I just give it to yeah or randomly. Do you know what I mean? It's I'm looking at what in course they're doing I'm looking at what the students needs are and I'm looking at the skill set of the mentors and that includes myself as well because you do mentoring as well yeah yeah I've got my own caseload so there's actually seven mentors in total um so that's another thing that I wanted to ask about because I know the mentors have um such diverse backgrounds so would you be able to kind of expand on that and their different skill sets and what they bring to the team yeah, so, you know, obviously there's seven years in total. Um, I think, you know, we've got Ursula. So Ursula is training in CBT, so that's Cognitive Behavioural Therapy, mm-hmm. which is amazing. So what she can do is basically share the, you know, the skills and the experience that she's got from training in CBT with us. So that could even be, you know, showing us some resources. So, for example, maybe thought records or activity planners and that's something that we can go away and use with our students. We've also got David, um, you know, he used to work in education as well so he's got a lot of experience working with students so that's again so much to learn from him because I think for a lot of us it's our first time working in education um, mm-hmm. so yeah loads to learn from from David. Um, we've got Ariana as well, you know, she used to work with um, people with a diagnosis of autism, so that's fantastic, you know, so much to learn from that. You know, myself as well, I don't know if I mentioned earlier, but, you know, I worked in the mental health hub, it was heavily mm-hmm. focused on risk assessments and crisis intervention, so, again, that's something that I can share with the team, do you know what I mean, especially maybe for working with a student who is self-harming, which, you know, is nothing to be ashamed of at all, people are there to help you you know if you are self-harming and you're really struggling Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah so again that's knowledge and experience and and skills that I can share with the team on how to support somebody who's self-harming or what to do if somebody has self-harmed and maybe what's dangerous what's not so yeah it's Mm -hmm. it's such a diverse team you know everybody's from different backgrounds as well like some of them have lived all over the world so you can only imagine what knowledge and experience comes from that so it's a fantastic team so so good honestly that's really good to hear that there's so much diversity and variety definitely I know and 
we all started at the same time as well, so it's really nice. You know, we all kind of got on really well and, and we're all quite close. So, yeah, no, it's it's fantastic, honestly. Is there something you wish students knew about your role? I think, yeah, so as I was saying, as you, oh, you've probably got through the whole conversation, you know, our team is really supportive, you know, compassionate, non-judgmental, empathic, and we really do want to help people if they're struggling. But it's also important to remember that when it comes to mentoring and any kind of support, actually, it's a two-way relationship. So, you know, both parties or both individuals kind of need to put the effort in. So that's not to say the students to do all the work. You know, we've got our side as well. We need to put the effort in. But, you know, what I'd like to say to the students is if you are struggling, please do reach out for help. You know, you're not alone. People are there to help you. Um but yeah, I think, again, I can speak for everybody in the team that, you know, we really do enjoy working in mental health and we all kind of believe that people can recover. And, you know, we've all kind of seen it with our own eyes as well. So don't, you know, be afraid to kind of reach out for help because that's why we're here, to help. That's great to hear. And thank you for highlighting and ending it on a positive note. Oh, no, definitely. Thanks so much. Thank you. And Thanks, I'll speak Natalia. to you soon. Speak soon. Bye. Bye-bye.